Welcome to Inspiration's Beauty Show. This podcast is not only to inspire you to achieve the skin of your dreams, but it's to teach you on how to care for your skin to get your dream skin a reality. Learn with me as I combine my inspirational and spiritual side, along with my skin enthusiast and professional and educated mind. I'm your host, Danielle Cerrone, self-made skincare practitioner, certified esthetician, business owner, beauty blogger, and now Inspiration's beauty show host. My intentions through this outlet is to educate you so that you know everything there is to know about skin and how to care for it. Not only will this podcast help spruce up your skincare routine and uncomplicate the beauty industry, but I'm here to help create you be your own skin master. Each episode will cover a topic to bring you closer to that master status. And the best thing is that this industry is always growing, so we will be learning a lot together. So are you ready? Let's go, Inspirational Beauties. It's learning time. Hey friends, I am so excited to share this topic with you as I'm always excited to hop on here and share and educate you all. This is such a fun passion project of mine and usually I talk all things skincare, skincare specific, ingredients, you know, tips and tricks. But today we're slightly veering off track and I mean slightly. We're still, you know, still talking about skin but it's changing topics in terms of we're talking about laser hair removal. For many, this can really contribute to skin health as laser hair removal really minimizes and reduces the frequency or the need to shave. It also reduces ingrown hairs. It helps with sensitive skin, um, especially if you get rashes or those red little bumps, especially if you have facial hair or hair on your face that you don't love. Laser hair removal is an incredible option and can really help minimize any skin conditions or issues. So like I said, veering off a little bit because we're talking about laser hair removal and what it is and how amazing it is and why it's amazing and all the things, but just consider this if you do have sensitive skin. And again, when we talk about skin, it doesn't just have to be the face. We are also talking about leg hair and body and, you know, underarms and all that that laser can treat. Um, that's still skin. So if you have really sensitive legs, or you get ingrowns on your legs or you get those little um, red dots, the raspberry little dots or strawberry little dots, those type of things, this can help contribute to healthy skin all over your body. I'm so excited to share this topic with you guys because laser hair removal is so popular now. I've been doing it um, for about seven years at this point, and I finally have purchased my own machine. Before I rented it, um, so my schedule was not as flexible as it can be now, which is why I'm sharing with you guys about laser hair removal now. And you're like, what, you've been doing it for seven years? Like, why are we just hearing about it? It's because now I have a lot more of availability for you. So that is why we're talking laser hair removal now. I have a blog that I have referred people to over the years um, when they've wanted to learn about laser. And I think it's been a really helpful resource for you, which I'm so grateful and thankful that I've had. But of course, now that I can open up this topic, I can have more resources available for you, which is always my goal. So of course, here we are. 
having a podcast episode so that you can learn all about laser. So as always, if you want to give that a read, head over to my blog. I also will put that in the show notes. Um, if blog is more your style, or maybe it has specific questions you want to be answering. Um, but just know that now you have a podcast and a blog to to hang out and learn about laser hair removal. So the laser blog was a lot of what we're going to be talking about today. However, like I said, sometimes it's nice to hear um, hear it and learn about this way when you're driving. Um, also just a different way to learn. So I'm always here for as many resources as possible. So like I said, I've been doing laser hair removal for about seven years at this point when I'm recording this for you, which means I have, have quite a bit experience um, and I've learned many things along the way. And I hope this is the exact resource that you need it to be. So let's talk about how laser hair removal works. The machine emits a strong diode that has a heat and a light. The heat is used to disable the hair growth. The idea is that the diode and the heat paired especially together effectively destroys the hair follicle in which the hair lives and grows in. So that environment is disrupted so that the hair can no longer be supported living in that follicle. There's no more support for hair growth. The diode is what's attracted to the melanin of the hair, which causes the singeing, which causes the damage to the hair follicle, which again causes the not so great environment for hair to live, which is the idea. This is also why blonde hairs won't really see a response. So the lighter the hair, the less likely Oh, that you're going to see a result or maybe not at all. Um, the other thing is since there's about three to five hairs per follicle dependent, multiple treatments are required. The treatments are spaced out four to eight weeks apart, depending on the area being treated and the results that we're getting. As the hairs are being treated effectively, time in between treatments will be more spaced out. This is so that we make sure we are fully treating the hair cycles to not grow back and to actually be affected, um, like really destroyed instead of just stunting the hair growth. If laser is done too frequently, the results will be very effective at first, but will not be sustainable and will not be long-term because the hair cycle and the hair shaft was not properly treated. So of course, the famous question of how many treatments do I need it truly does vary client to client, but considering their natural hair color, how coarse and how thick the hair is, their skin type, their skin color, their skin response, their hormones, there's quite a few things that can contribute to how many treatments you'll need. However, a very good approximate to expect is about five to eight treatments. And after this, as mentioned, we will space them out so it's not every four to six weeks or you know six to eight weeks. It's you know maybe closer to ten or maybe it's a couple times a year or maybe it's once a year. That's where the touch-ups really come in place. And the touch-ups are treating the full area just for those little hairs that are remaining. Um, it's to clean up those little flyaways. You'll notice one really long underarm hair, or maybe you're sitting outside in the sun and you're seeing, you know, some little hairs outside your bikini line. That is, um, that does happen. So then yes, we just go over that area as a treatment and a touch up, um, to get rid of those few little hairs that are hanging on for dear life. Um, I do find that male backs and chest, if they have coarse hair and they have a lot of hair, it's quite stubborn in my practice. At least I've noticed, 
Um, this area does need to be treated more times where like the underarm and the bikini, it's incredible. The results are incredible. And the five to eight treatments is very accurate. So I do find that the male backs and stomachs or chests can be a little bit more stubborn and can be harder to treat. So, um, just consider that when you are booking for those areas. But of course we can change our treatments as, as we see fit and see the result as well. Laser has been around for a very long time and is completely safe, especially over the years, technology, techniques, practices, and education has only got better. So safety is truly in the hands of the practitioner and understanding that the laser does not go past a six millimeter radius. So it doesn't affect organs. It's not going into anything other than, of course, your hair, like the hair shaft and the skin. With all this in mind, I do not practice laser hair removal on a pregnant individual. I will do treatments prior to their pregnancy or after they've given birth, but not while pregnant. If you remember, I mentioned about blondes. Blondes don't always have the best response to laser because there's not enough melanin in the blonde hair for the laser to pick up. This is where the lighter the skin and the darker the hair, the better the result. But this does not mean that it can't be done on darker skin. And it also doesn't mean that if you have blonde hair, you won't see any result. So typically with people who have blonde hair, we do um, a patch test or a little area or whatever you're wanting treated. And then we see how that goes and how that feels for you. And if you notice even a minute result, even if it's, you know, that didn't grow back as quickly or they're thinner, then we'll do another treatment just to kind of continue to maintain that. You won't maybe get the full quote, like hair removal or full treated area, but of course, shaving less is still a benefit. Having thinner hair there is still a benefit. Um, like I said, it's completely, completely customizable to the results that you're desiring or even what you're wanting laser for. So even if it's just to avoid shaving as often because you have sensitive skin, great. Or even if it's just like to thin out your hair follicle, great. Laser is absolutely um great at doing that. So what you can expect. So with laser, each time you get a session, results will continue. Whatever your results are after one treatment will be your results. So even if you get that one treatment, that's your result. And it doesn't mean that you're going to be hair free. Like one, one treatment does not give you the end result that you're looking for. One treatment will affect the hair, whether it's thinning it out, when or, whether it's making it grow slower, there will be a result, but it won't be what your long-term result would be, if that makes sense. So the first result that I typically notice, and especially after one to two treatments, is the hair grows back much slower. And already at this point, it's much finer. So this means shaving less frequently, that slowed down already, and the effort needing to be put into the shaving is less intense. So let's just say you're, you're shaving in multiple directions, already that has subsided and that has um, decreased. So after about three to five treatments, this is what I call the island phase. The island phase is already your hair grows back slower, it's really thin, and you're gonna start noticing patches where the hair growth has been treated very effectively. And then some areas where you still obviously need some treatments and it's had a response, but not to the extent of the other areas. This is when clients get really excited because you can really start seeing the long-term results. And of course you're shaving less, the hair is less thick, you're less sensitive, and you're seeing areas that are like fully treated. That's again, why we like to do the five to seven treatments because you're not going to be left with islands and patches everywhere. We want to do the full treatment so that essentially you're left with nothing if that's the goal, of course. 
So knowing how to prep and care for your skin after your treatments is super important. So what you need to know before your laser appointment. Okay. So this is what you need to do prior to your appointment, prior to coming in and starting your journey of becoming hair free. So avoid the sun for two to three weeks prior to your appointment. If you are outside at all, you need to be wearing SPF 30 minimally, but this means that you're not laying outside in the sun. Like you can't be on vacation and be like, well, I wore sunscreen and still come for your laser. I'm just saying if you are outside at all, let's just say you're getting your face lasered, you need to make sure that you're wearing sunscreen, even if it's wintertime, so that you're not getting any tan, any sun exposure to the area. Since the laser picks up the melanin, it's not going to be able to detect the difference from the melanin in the hair or from the tan. So that's why it's really, really, really important. And to save frustration so that I don't turn you away because I have done that and I will do that. If you are too tanned, we will not be doing laser. So this also includes self-tanner. Believe it or not, no self-tanner for at least a week prior to your appointment. This laser is truly that strong that it picks that up as melanin. So this could tattoo it to your skin. And no, (laughs) this is not good. If you're like me immediately, you're like, hmm, actually, yes, yes, please. Tattoo me to be a golden bronzed forever. Like tattoo my self-tanner to my skin. That sounds lovely right? Wouldn't that be awesome? But that's not how it works. It would be blotchy. It'd be scabby. It wouldn't be how your skin and your like application of your self-tanner looks. We're not just like bronzing you for the rest of your life. It's that's not how it goes. So there's another reason that I would not do laser is if you do have self-tanner on the area. So we really need to make sure that your skin is as white or as clear as light is probably the best term as light as possible. So whatever your natural complexion is, the lightest that your natural complexion goes will give the best laser result. And also to shave the area being treated. If you cannot reach the area, if you could, please have someone shave it for you. Um, but if you can't, then I can shave the area. It just takes a little bit longer in the in the service and it's less comfortable typically because I do dry shaving. Um, where of course, if it's shaving your back and you can have someone, um, shave your back for you, it can be a little bit more comfortable. The other thing that's really important. And again, I will turn people away because it won't be effective is no waxing or sugaring or tweezing for minimally six weeks before your laser appointment. This is really important because we need the hair follicle. We need the bulb, the root of the hair in order to actually be treating that bulb, that hair. So if you're tweezing or you're sugaring or you're waxing, you're removing that bulb and the laser, if anyone takes your money and does a laser treatment after you're like, oh, I just waxed, is that okay? And they say, yes, no, it's not okay. I have, like I said, I have turned people away. I'm like, sorry, we can't do your appointment because you will not get a result because there's no bulb to treat. This is also why shaving in between and before your appointment is totally fine because it removes just the hair growth. It removes just the top layer. So think of grass, right? Like you're cutting the lawn. It's just doing the top, top of the grass of the hair where you're not taking up the hair root. You're not taking up the hair bulb. Okay. So really, really important. No waxing, no sugaring, no tweezing, only shaving, and you can shave in between your appointments. After your appointment, you need to avoid the sun for another two to three weeks because your skin can be photosensitive after a laser hair removal treatment. So no sun exposure prior and no sun exposure after. 
And of course, if you are going to be outside at all, sunscreen is an absolute must, but we know that just from skincare in general. I know you know that by now, but just be very, 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 very cautious that the laser can cause some photosensitivities, which means hyper or hypo potentially pigmentation in the skin. Another thing after the appointment is to avoid any heat or friction. So this includes hot tubs, saunas, steam rooms, hot showers or baths, working out and intercourse if treating like the Brazilian area, for example. You wanna avoid these for at least 24 to 48 hours. I always say 48 hours is best just to completely fully avoid any irritation, any infection or further inflammation. You really want this to heal properly. If there's heat or friction experience in the area, it could cause, like I said, irritation, like a friction burn, like a rash, heat burn, um, bumps. So just really, truly keep the area clean, keep the area um, not too warm, and you should be good in terms of healing. The other thing to avoid after your appointment is no creams or perfumes applied to the area for 12 to 24 hours. If your skin is irritated or you feel like you need a little bit of relief, the best thing you can do is to apply a cold compress. Essentially, this just means a cold, wet face towel or towel, anything to apply the area that will help soothe the area that will help with the heat that will help with any irritation. And then if you still are irritated or if you still feel like you need a little bit more, As long as it's four hours after the appointment, you can apply aloe vera. Do not apply creams because the fragrances and things can cause some irritations. Aloe vera is the only thing, but again, after four hours, you don't want to touch the area and there still be a ton of heat. If that's the case, put a cold compress on and wait a little bit and then apply aloe. Avoiding creams, like I said, with perfumes is to avoid any sensitivity, any reaction, any inflammation, any infection where aloe can just help soothe the area. Try to avoid shaving for two weeks after your appointment as well. If you can, because you want the hairs to slough out of the hair follicle, you want them to actually just shed out and fall out on their own where shaving can interrupt this process. If you absolutely need to shave the area, try using a loofah or something light and gentle to exfoliate the area to see if the hairs will fall out lightly um, on its own without taking a razor to it. And then of course, if that doesn't help, then you can shave, but try to just shave in one direction. Try not to be too aggressive with it um, and just shave in between your appointments. The area will likely be red. It could have some bumps. It could have some little black dots, almost looks like little bee stings or something. Those are the singed hair. This is what we call positive endpoints. The proper term is actually called polyfollicular edema. (laughs) This essentially just means that we have treated the hair follicle And we have created edema, which is swelling, which is a reaction, which is good. And we're saying, hey, we have effectively treated that hair or hairs in plural. With this machine, it's really cool because it does have a cooling feature, which I've heard has helped a ton. It really helps the heat to not stay in the skin for too long, where the client doesn't feel that heat lingering after the treatment, which is a huge plus. So Yay for the new machine, having that kind of cool, again, new technology. It has the cooling handpiece. So even when I apply it to the area when doing treatment, it is it's a tad chilly, but trust me, it's super helpful throughout the treatment. As I finish up here, I will explain what I explain to clients. The sensation is like a hot elastic band or a hot pinprick to the area. It can be definitely uncomfortable, especially in some places. I do find it's tolerable as the treatments are quick. And like I said, that cooling feature has really been helpful, but I'm not going to lie and say it's pain-free. 
I'm just not going to be one of those people. And I mean that lovingly. I have seen multiple videos or I've seen multiple marketing things and tactics that say pain-free laser hair removal. I just don't believe that. But we're going to leave it there. (laughs) If even at this point you have further questions, maybe you have some hesitations, maybe you're still a little bit nervous, of course, we can be in touch. You can even book a consultation for laser if that seems like a better fit for you. During the consultation, I explain pretty much everything that we've covered in this episode, as well as I can do a patch test for you if you feel comfortable. A patch test can be even like half an underarm or one side of the bikini line or those type of things. This will show you the response that your skin will have and the hair growth and what you're to expect. It gives the client an opportunity to feel it, to see how it heals, to see how the hair is treated. And then, of course, I always refer you to learn with the resources that I have in place for you as well, because the more education, the more um, confident you feel in your decision and, of course, the confidence in me. So my Instagram will also have more information. Even I have a little um, highlight on my little, you know, the highlight reel, the Instagram. Um, if you can check the laser highlight, then you can see some clients responses. You can see some results we've achieved. Um, yeah, so that's, that's also a really great resource. So I hope this was everything you needed. I hope that it answered all your questions and it relieved some fear against laser hair removal, because once you do it, you'll be like, why'd I wait so long? But of course, if you're interested, um, as of right now, it's not available online. As I record this to you guys, it's not available to be booked online just yet. It might be soon. Um, there's just a lot of changes going on, but If you're interested in laser hair removal, you can contact me through my email. You can call me, you can text me, you can message me on Instagram. Um, All that information will be in the show notes for you as well. So hopefully that helps and hopefully we're in touch and hopefully you can be hair free. So yes, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Please share this, refer a friend, write a review, come in for an appointment. All those small actions actually make a very big impact. Love you lots. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Stay internally and externally beautiful. All you inspirational and soon to be hair-free beings. Love you guys. Bye.